the gift of adoption. That's the sermon title for today, even on this Christmas day, as we remember the birth of Jesus Christ and as we celebrate. Not only do we remember, but we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and, and what he is, what Jesus is to us. And I want to draw your attention today to the, gift, the importance of this gift, the gift of adoption. Without wasting much time, let me read from Galatians chapter 4. Uh, what uh, the author is saying, what Paul is saying. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Let me read English Standard Version also. It says, but when the fullness of time had come, when time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters of God. The adoption of sonship. First and foremost, during this Christmas period or this uh, Christmas Eve or season, it's, it's a time to reflect on the absolute goodness of God and his father heart towards us. Because during this period of Christmas, we see or remember or celebrate the demonstration of the love of God towards humanity. The heart of God towards you and me. Because we were born children of God in the family of God. But once upon time, we sowed away that right. When Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden... They saw that right, that birthright that we had. They chose to be adopted under the governance of Satan, the devil, and to follow his command and his, his rulership or his dominion. And they ran away from the family, from the family of God. And we see what happened in the physical was God chased them from his abode, from, from, from his dwelling place, from the garden. And the Bible says, if you read well your Bible, in Genesis chapter 3, you find that the angels were guarding the garden so that man does not return to the garden. Just like we see it in the parable of Jesus about the lost son, when he chose to separate himself from his father and his household, the doors were shut and he went for his life. He went to be independent and live away. Uh, apart from God, apart from his father, the son, when we see it actually in Genesis, when they chose to be independent of God and they were, they were shut out, they went, Adam and Eve went to go and live by themselves and, they, and they, therefore Satan began to rule, began to rule. But there was a promise of uh, a seed of a woman to be born and it would crush the head of the serpent. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then we see also uh, that now, as, as, as time went on, the world was full of humans. There was a population of, of mankind increased. We see now sin beginning to take its toll. We see death. We see calamities. We see uh, anger and bitterness and all that. We see people killing each other. And we see the enemy also triumphing and triumphing. But one day... In that time in Bethlehem, this promise was fulfilled. 
God visited, like we saw in the role play here, God visited mankind again. And we see there was a period of 400 years after Malachi going down to, to Matthew, there was a silence because God was getting ready to come and visit us again, to come and visit us so that he can fulfill that which was promised. But before then, there was law that guarded them. The law came through Moses. For man to try, and actually the law is divided into two. The first part of the law is talking about our relationship with God. How we can get back to God. How we can live well with God. The other part is looking at our relationship with one another. How we can live in peace with one another. And end all these things that we see today like wars, killing each other, and, and, and doing harm to one another. And, and after a long time, the Bible says God broke that silence and and he sent the forerunner who was John the Baptist who came to prepare the way for the Messiah. John came preparing the hearts of men to return back to God. And when the fullness of time had come, the Bible says, when time had fully come, God sent his son Jesus Christ to be born here as a human. He was born of a woman. He was born under the law because law had suppressed and oppressed mankind. God gave ten commandments, but men added more. There were over 600 laws that were governing men. And it was too hard to live at that particular time to be subjected under that law. But God had a perfect plan. Even though they were giving human sacrifice to have their sins atoned for or overshadowed or forgiven temporarily, it was not enough. There was need for the perfect sacrifice. There was need for the sacrificial lamb. And Jesus was sent as a perfect sacrifice. Who came and was born. He lived among men. He died and he took away the sin of men. That at the mention of the name Jesus, we have an acceptance with God. At the mention of the name Jesus, we are called into this family of God. When the time had fully come, God does everything in his time. God does everything in his time. And in the timing of God, all things are perfect. You might be waiting long here. You might be calling and praying to God for that answer, for that solution. I just want to invite you today to wait upon God. Because when time fully comes, God will make it happen for you. When the time has fully come, God shall make his promises to be a reality over your life. May your time come for elevation in the name of Jesus. May your time for breakthrough come in the name of Jesus. So here, this period we are celebrating, the time of God came when he sent Jesus, who came and was born by a woman, as was promised thousands of years ago in Genesis. He was born under the law so that he can redeem those who were under the law, so that he can break the curse, so that he can break the oppression, and therefore you and I have been adopted in the family of God. We are sons and daughters of God. Under the law, they were slaves to the law, but in this kingdom, we are sons and daughters of God. And if we are sons, we are heirs. We are co-heirs with Christ Jesus. And the Bible said, don't you know that all things are yours because they belong to your father in heaven we are sons and daughters of God let me hear sons and daughters of God in the house shout for joy to the Lord to fully understand this process of adoption you have to know that by adoption 
We're talking about one becoming a member of a family, legally becoming the member of a certain family. Now, this adoption has a process. If one has to be adopted in a certain family, they have to go certain legal processes in order for one to be fully called a Lunda. If you are adopted in my family, you become Lunda. You are part of my family. means that everything that belongs to me is yours. You have an inheritance with me. Among my children, you too have an inheritance when this process is fully done. Now, there are other processes. If it's not fully done, then you are under foster care or you are under uh, kingship. There are all these other terminology. Foster is when somebody has decided to step in as a father or mother or parent figure to take care of you and provide for you. But you do not have inheritance among them. But then kingship is where you are under your parents, whether legal or guardians, but they have no capacity to be able to take care of you. Another person steps in to come and take care of you. But this process of adoption, you are not only under foster, you are not only you are not uh, under kingship or any other program, but you have become part of. You are one with. That man becomes your father, legal father. That woman becomes your mother. That house becomes your home. It, it is your home. It is your family. You say that I'm going back home to my father. And the father's got the right to protect you, to provide for you, to direct you, to raise you up. And also, now that humanity sold their birthright to the devil by accepting the trickery of Satan... They, they were adopted in the family of Satan. They had sought their right to go and be governed by the enemy. Now, for God to redeem us from the powers and the power of that enemy, there was need for the bloodshed. There was need for the perfect sacrificial lamb to come. There was need for Jesus to come. Jesus was the only person, if you read Revelation, scrolls were opened. No one was worthy to open any. No one was worthy to declare. God said, who shall I send? Who can go down there and redeem them? There was silence in heaven, but there was one voice. The Lamb of God stood and said, send me. Here I am, Father. I can go and die for them. I can go and redeem them so that them and I can become one. We are adopted in the family of God because of the birth of Jesus Christ. Oh, because Jesus came and was born human. He did not choose to just drop from heaven. He was born under the law, under that separation. And the Bible says that he took the sin of mankind. He put it on himself so that he can die for him. He can rise up and triumph over it all so that you and me can become victorious. Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. When I remember, when, when I come towards this part of the year, I just look at how important the birth of Jesus was to us. We have been adopted in the family of God. We are one with God. We are co-heirs with Christ Jesus. We have an inheritance among the saints. As if that was not enough, the Bible says... We are God's workmanship. 
We are partners with God in the work of righteousness. And the Bible says that all things are ours. All things are yours. Those who belong to Christ. Because all things belong to God. And that God we are talking about right now. He is your father. He is your father. For God so loved the world. John 3.16. That he gave his one and only son Jesus Christ. So that those who believe in him. May not perish. But they may have everlasting life. Today, the world is so lost. Today, people are looking for meaning. They are looking for relevance. People, people are caught up in this rush of seasons and time. People are empty in their lives. They're trying to cover up with all these bling parties, with making it happen and shining and being seen. And after all is done, they get home and they are so orphaned in their heart because... They have lost identity because they don't even know who they are. Because after everyone has moved and scattered away from you, you remain with true self. And that's a good time to ask yourself a question, who am I? Whose am I? And if you're a child of God, I want to remind you that there is a father in heaven who sent his son to be born. So that he can deliver you and I from every bondage. And on the cross, Jesus says, it is finished. This morning, I invite you to this family. A glorious family where God has power and a legal right to make you son and daughter. Where you accept Jesus, you become a partaker of Abraham's promises. The promise for protection, the promise for provision, the promise for guidance, the promise for direction. They all are yours in Christ Jesus if you give your life to the Lord Jesus.